This well, good morning, little brother. is Early Break with Zip and Jake, brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Weekday mornings from 6 to 8 on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Now, I have said many times on this show, I don't get surprised very often yeah. about anything in life, any <laughs> news or things that happened to me or things that happened to you. I, just, I, I don't get surprised. I was surprised to see something yesterday in the sports world. It wasn't Casey Rogers. I was surprised to see that Jay Wright, at 60 years old, fresh Six. off a Final Four appearance for Villanova, is retiring from basketball as a coach. 60 years old, Villanova coach Jay Wright joins the likes of Coach K, who's stepping down. Uh, we saw Mark Turgeon midseason step down. We saw Chris Mack. We saw, of course, Roy Williams step down recently. Hubert Davis takes over at North Carolina. A bunch of big names have left the, the profession as NIL takes over in college well, sports. Yeah, be careful just making that the that that's the it's a reason. big part of it well we don't know that for sure because jay wright has never said that there was a, a there was a paragraph in a cbssports.com story about this that got my attention and that is it said quote privately wright has shared his frustrations with some of the significant ways the sport now operates right now, so i mean that's Sounds like if you trust CBS why. Sports, um, which I do, yeah, there Gary Parrish says, but the truth is, Gary Parrish of CBSSports.com says, the truth is, a larger number of great college basketball coaches are probably going to spend their coming years and decades making enough money in their 40s and 50s so they can leave it behind at an earlier age than the previously, previously expected retirement age for great coaches. On some level, Parrish says, on some level, Parrish says, it's impossible not to think that's what Jay Wright just did. So it's totally reasonable to wish him happiness in retirement, but also be concerned about what it says about the profession he's leaving. The So... Yeah, and he, he also says, do you really believe, Gary Parrish says, do you really believe it's coincidence <laughs> that Roy Williams, Coach K, and Jay Wright all retired within 13 months of each other's, w w within 13 months of each other, or that Maryland's coach, Mark Turgeon, and Louisville's coach, Chris Mack, just quit in the middle of the season? Do you think that's coincidence? John Cook was on these airwaves with us. He was. And said there's a lot of coaches leaving volleyball because they do not want to deal with this new world. That is their prerogative. That is the way to handle it. If you don't want to deal with it, you leave. If you don't want to deal with it and you, you have to stay and you want to keep participating, one way to handle it when these conversations come up you shake your head, put your head down, <laughs> and keep going. Because that is a way to handle it. And not, this doesn't have to be a fight every time a coach leaves or a player jumps in the portal or a, or a player gets paid a million dollars. It doesn't have to be a fist fight. There don't have to be expletives. That You don't have to challenge someone's values against yours. 
you can just move on. This, this is the first one, though, that uh, with with Jay Wright. So the other situation is your Coach K is old. He's in the 70s. He's 75. Right. Okay, it's, it's probably time for him. He's 75 years old. Roy, Roy Williams was, was old. Yeah. Is he in his 70s or is he upper 60s? I will look that up. He's, he's either upper 60s or low 70s. He, old. You know, we get it. Uh, Chris Mack and Mark Turgeon, they weren't doing well at their schools. Mark Turgeon, again, had, had success at Maryland, but this year wasn't good. Um, they both, the school and Mark Turgeon, agreed to part ways about 11 games into the season. Chris Mack was having a lack of success at Louisville. The, Jay Wright's the first one of all of these that it's like, okay, wow. This, this, this is somebody that has plenty of years left. Just came off a Final Four appearance. Oh, by the way, he was in the Final Four this season. National titles in 2016 and 2018. This is the first one where you're like, okay, yeah. Is this, is this the one that potentially starts any sort of domino effect here? Roy, are, are you going to hear more coaches that follow the Jay Wright route? Roy Williams... Um, 71. Okay, old. I mean, yeah, that's, that's, that's an old age to be coaching at. Coach K, 75. Um, yeah. Jay Wright had probably at least 10 years of good coaching left. He might still oh, yeah. coach somewhere. Maybe he goes to the NBA. Uh, yeah, would you be surprised if he ended up in the NBA? And I think you'll see that more. But now, now I say I think you'll see that more, like those jobs are easy to get. They're not. Well, They're I, not even easy for Jay Wright to get, probably. Well, think about the NBA. for you know The, the last big-time college coach to make that leap didn't work out well. John Beeline, it did not work well for him with the Cavaliers, right? Successful college coach at Michigan and West Virginia. Thought it'd be a great hire for the Cavs. Did not go well for him. He did him. not adjust to that he world. He didn't adjust. Jay Wright would have to adjust to a different world There's, where it's more structured. I mean, it's a structured there are guardrails um, that that this current world in co- the, the current college landscape is devoid of sufficient guardrails to handle this massive change one-time transfer nil it's just it's not the it was foisted upon us too soon the ncaa went forward with it under a lot of pressure from i'm just gonna say us but also from state government um from government from government in general um and this is what we have. We have, uh, we have a mess. Um, yeah, yeah, we have yeah. an a, a colossal mess, which Jay Wright does not have to deal with because he's made a king's ransom. If you have made money and you don't have to deal with it, why would you? On that note, Corey Lincoln says this in the text line. He says, Jay Wright got filthy rich from coaching college basketball. He can afford to retire. Right. There will always be a line of qualified candidates tripping over themselves to get that job or other big jobs. Yes, I agree. I think so. I think so. I think you will see great coaches leave the profession. Uh, Greg, Greg Myrtle Beach has chimed in. Okay, probably opposite of what Corey Greg, said. Greg Myrtle Beach you know, knows Roy Williams as well. Okay. He says... Roy Williams is in excellent health. He loves coaching and would do it for free. Coach K and Jay will not tolerate the pimping of players. Hmm. Well, now hold on. I mean, that's a little... It was going on, right? It was already going on before NIL. And they probably had the benefit of that. Right. And now everybody can do it. Right. So I don't know. 
they, but I know this. They're not going to talk about it. Jay Wright's not going to come out and say what we're saying. There's no way. Because he knows the backlash. The backlash would be severe. Because that's these conversations are very, if you're, if you're with someone who's not like-minded, they get ugly. You've seen it. You've seen it. I've seen it. You, do you want to know another thing? It, that, expletives fly. Yep. They challenge your values. And it's not, it's just, it's not worth having. This is, college, sports is supposed to be fun, man. We don't have to drag societal issues into this, do we? God, I, I don't want to. I'm done with it. I am my father now. <laughs> I look at it and say it's unfortunate, and I put my head down. Well, other news yesterday, which would, you know, which kind of correlates with this a little bit about NIL in college basketball is that the national player of the year, Oscar Shibway from Kentucky is coming back for next year. Reportedly, we're going to get upwards to $2 million in NIL to stay at Kentucky versus go to the pros. Now that is a case where I, he earned it. I mean, he's earned it at least. This is not a player who's unproven. He averaged 17 points and 15 rebounds. He's a stud. He was the consensus national player of the year. Well, he, he's a beast. Yeah. He was the he was he's a proven entity. This isn't this isn't handing a million to somebody who's never done anything at the collegiate level. This is a a national player of the year as deemed so by six different bodies. Okay? Someone who averaged fifteen rebounds a game. This is not an NIL situation where I you necessarily look at it and say this is this is bad. This is a proven entity. Yeah, and the, on a twenty-six and eighteen. Now and, they got that got upset by St. Peter's, but twenty-six and eight, fifteen rebounds a game. Need him, pay him. Th- this is an example for those who are supportive of NIL of of why it was good for college basketball or college sports because instead of having a one and done player in Sheboy going to the NBA, hey, you can keep around for maybe a year or a couple of years. Oscar Sheboy. Yeah, yeah. May he's a, this would be a second year in the program, right? Right. Instead of him just going off, maybe you keep a few guys now. Right? So I guess if, you, if if that's one of your arguments for why NIL is good, absolutely, then, then this is a good day for absolutely. you. This was good news for you in that in that conversation, that yeah. argument. You can pay him maybe more than a rookie contract. A rookie contract is right in. I mean, if you look up a rookie contract, it's not necessarily two million dollars. Depends on where you're slotted. Um, I don't know if you can find that information quickly, but I've looked at the rookie deals, and they're not all—they don't exceed two million um, in the second round. I mean, you can—that can be verified. Go ahead if you are trying to do this. Mm, let's see here. This was—he uh... is not. By the way, he's not a. I don't think he would be a guaranteed high first-round pick. He doesn't, you know, he's like Hansbro. That's why I've, I've seen him compared to Tyler Hansbro, where he's not, you know, Hansbro. Remember yeah, Tyler uh-huh, Hansbro? Yeah. Well, didn't have a great outside shot, didn't have much of an outside shot at all. Um, he lasted for a while in the league, though. But was he a very high pick? I don't remember. I don't remember for that. Right. Uh, so, um, so in terms of last year, the NBA draft, the, the, the last pick of the first round, the first year salary was $1.6 million. Yeah, he's paying him more than a yeah. So So if Oscar... A sweet boy. It was the player of the year. If he's getting two million bucks a year or two million bucks next year from Kentucky or NIL in Kentucky to stay, that would be the equivalent of the twenty second overall pick and in the I, draft. And I think he 
I don't know that he necessarily slots as a top ten pick. I mean, there's some. He's a he's a if Tyler he was, Hansbrough type If he was type top player. ten, the tenth overall pick uh, this past year made three point six million. Right now he now now if he's that he's leaving some money on the table. Whatever I I, I don't know what all went into his decision making process. They also have another player that uh, has a deal with Porsche and drives a Porsche Kentucky. Kentucky's a pretty good place to go play basketball. <laughs> yeah, it is. I'd say. Um, so yeah, that's no this that's an example of one that I don't. I think that's just I'm much more comfortable with that. And now, and also, people get it confused. We often lump NIL with the transfer portal, right? They're separate, but all of it, all of it came about simultaneously, and they're pretty much inextricably linked, right? Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of guys in the portal are going to go to certain places because of an NIL deal. I find that when people are yelling at each other about this this world we're in. They're, they start off by yelling it about one of one of them, but then it seeps into the other. And naturally it does. I mean, because they came about at the same time and they're and they're linked. When a player goes in the transfer portal, you wonder what kind of deal does he have elsewhere? Right. Yep. So they're linked. It's just that's the times we're in right now. Embrace. I, I'm trying to, man. I'm trying to do it. Embrace. Just, just, just look down. Just look down. Maybe not pay. Well, you have to pay attention. You have a radio show. Yeah, I, I know. And we both, by the way, can't just, <laughs> look, just down look down and not hours. talk. Well, <laughs> that would not be quality radio. <laughs> kind of funny in the video stream. <laughs> Rick Heyman's Song of the Day is next on Early Break on the Ticket.